we can carpool. And I know there are others, so please let us know. I'm sorry? Okay, we will get you directions. That's we'll get directions or just ride with us because we know how to get there. That would be the easiest because then you can't say somebody gave you the wrong directions, right? <laughs> All right, and then just the other reminder that we are accepting um, offering for the Tupelo Children's Mansion gift cards. Those are the $25 Walmart gift cards that we get for them every year. We definitely want to bless them. And December 3rd will be the last day that we will take that offering. Hallelujah. Yes, hallelujah. Yesterday, yes, was really fun. I know we were just talking about that, people teasing about us getting lost. We did not get lost yesterday. Yes, I admit I got lost a few years ago in a corn maze, but not yesterday. (laughs) We had a great turnout. We had 19 people at the corn maze, young and old. I mean, we had 8-year-old up to whatever. I don't know everybody's age. Some older than me. That's all I'll say. (laughs) But we had a great time there. Um, You know, we had this parable of the lost sheep this morning kind of reminded me of the corn maze too about you know I can't read those maps I just cannot I get lost I get confused but anyway it did remind me of the corn maze (laughs) you know when we're lost in life we just need to follow Jesus but if we're lost in a corn maze follow Jesse he is a master. He he just got us through that one. Just boop 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 boop. It was it was amazing. Thank you, Jesse. It made it fun. <laughs> Hallelujah. Also, um, my husband was speaking about his a little bit about his testimony with the lost sheep and how God places us. You know, in either certain situations or just moves us to certain places to get us to a place of salvation. So I just wanted to share just a tidbit of my testimony because I thought about that, how God placed me in a certain situation that got me to a place where I had had an opportunity to get the Holy Ghost. So I was working at a fast food restaurant, um, scraped my finger. No big deal. That happens all the time, right? Well, with the next day, I thought it was broke. It was hurting so bad. So I had to go get it checked out. It was an infection. It got infected. Been working there, I don't know how many years. Never had that happen. So um, they gave me antibiotics, but then the next day, my hand was so big, you know, like three to four times the size, and it was purple. So I had to be an inpatient to get the antibiotics. So three days in the hospital, which also meant I had to be off work. Well, at this time, I worked every Sunday night. I could not go to church. I was able to go to the Sunday morning and rush off to to work. So God made a way that I could be there for a Sunday morning and a Sunday evening. There was an evangelist. I didn't get to hear the evangelist that morning because I was in a singles class, but that evening, God filled me with the Holy Ghost before he ever got up to preach. His wife was singing a song, and God touched me. 
I didn't even know what the Holy Ghost was. But when I sat there and people were like, just go ahead, just praise him, just raise your hand, do whatever, it came on me. And when I got it, I knew what I had. I started calling people. Guess what? I got the Holy Ghost. God places us in situations. You know, a simple little cut that turned into an infection, you know, other than having babies, my only time in the hospital. But it got me to a place of salvation. Are we thankful? Thankful for what God has done for us. Hallelujah. I want to give him praise. Let's go ahead and let's just worship him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for this great salvation. Thank you, Lord, how you lead and how you guide us. Lord, through every situation, you are there. Lord, we may not always see it. We may not always recognize it. But you are there leading us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You are worthy, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We bring the sacrifice of praise into the house of the Lord. We bring the sacrifice of praise into the house of the Lord. And we offer up to you the sacrifices of thanksgiving. And we offer up to you the sacrifices of joy. We bring the sacrifice of praise into the house of the Lord. We bring the sacrifice of praise into the house of the Lord. And we offer up to you the sacrifices of thanksgiving and we offer up to you the sacrifices of joy we bring the sacrifice of praise unto the house of the lord we bring the sacrifice of praise unto the house of the Lord. And we offer up to you the sacrifices of thanksgiving. And we offer up to you the sacrifices of joy. We bring the sacrifice of praise into the house of the Lord. We bring the sacrifice of praise into the house 
of the Lord. And we offer up to you the sacrifices of thanksgiving. And we offer up to you the sacrifices of joy. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, I bring you thanksgiving, Lord. I bring you glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You are the only one worthy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, I love you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. When my life is burdened with sorrow and it seems all help is gone, Jesus whispers, do not falter, I will leave thee not alone. Then somehow amidst my trials, how it is I cannot see. Still I hear a voice from heaven gently saying, follow me. There is sunshine. There is sunshine in the rain. There is sunshine in our sorrow. When our hearts are filled with pain. There is sunshine when we're burdened. Sunshine when we pray. Heavenly sunshine, blessed sunshine all the way. Sometimes my friends do forsake me, and I'm tempted to despair. Then I think of my dear Jesus. Lay his head, he had nowhere. Oh, it pays to follow Jesus, just to learn of him each day. And I guarantee, my brother, you'll have sunshine all the way. There is sunshine in the shadow. There is sunshine in the rain. There is sunshine in our sorrow. 
when our hearts are filled with pain. There is sunshine when we're burdened. There is sunshine when we pray. There is sunshine, heavenly sunshine, blessed sunshine all the way. Let me recommend him to you. I have found no friend like him. He is one who ne'er deceives you, but stay with you to the end. If you would have peace and comfort, let his banner be unfurled. He was lifted up on Calvary, and his name can save the world. There is sunshine in the shadow. There is sunshine in the rain. There is sunshine in our sorrow. When our hearts are filled with pain, there is sunshine when we're burdened. There is sunshine when we pray. There is sunshine, heavenly sunshine, blessed sunshine all the way. There is sunshine in the shadow. There is sunshine in the rain. There is sunshine in our sorrow when our hearts are filled with pain. There is sunshine when we're burdened. There is sunshine when we pray. There is sunshine, heavenly sunshine, blessed sunshine all the way. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for that light that you bring to our world. Hallelujah to our lives. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I have found his grace is all complete. He supplieth every need. While I sit and learn at Jesus' feet, I am free, yes, free indeed. It is joy unspeakable and full of Glory, full of glory. 
joy unspeakable and full of glory all the half has never yet been told i have found the pleasure i once craved it is joy and peace within what a wondrous blessing i am saved from the awful gulf of sin it is joy unspeakable and full of glory full of glory full of glory it is joy unspeakable and full of glory all the half has never yet been told i have found that hope so bright and clear living in the realm of grace oh the savior's presence is so near i can see his smiling face it is joy unspeakable and full of glory full of glory full of glory it is joy unspeakable and full of glory all the half has never yet been told i have found the joy no tongue can tell how its waves of glory roll it is like a great overflowing well springing up within my soul it is joy unspeakable and full of glory full of glory full of glory it is joy unspeakable and full of glory all the half has never yet been told it is joy unspeakable and full of glory full of glory full of glory it is joy unspeakable and full of glory all the half has never yet been told oh hallelujah jesus praise god thank you jesus for this opportunity you've given us today thank you jesus that you are so powerful in our midst that you are so mighty in our midst today hallelujah jesus we worship the king of kings and the lord of lords we worship the god who reigneth on high hallelujah jesus you sit upon the throne all by yourself there is no god beside you there is no savior beside you hallelujah jesus you are god you are lord you are the king thank you jesus for being with us today we worship you. We worship you, thou most high God. You are the God. Hallelujah, Jesus, the only true wise living God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. I give you glory and honor. I am so thankful for you. 
Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. He's worthy of worship, church. He's worthy of praise. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for your excellent loving kindness. Thank you for your so great salvation. You are high and lifted up in this place. You are lauded and magnified in this place. We will worship the Lord our God. We will sing praises unto the Most High. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. I was taught very early on by my pastor that uh, when we come together in the house of God, we come to rejoice and to celebrate. Amen. If we have a need during the week, God's available all week long. Amen. We can certainly get our needs met in the house of the Lord, but I can get my needs met on Monday afternoon, Thursday evening, Saturday morning. Amen. He's available to me whenever I have need of Him. And He taught us that those that are seasoned be ready to minister to the needs of others in the house of the Lord. Amen. As much as possible, I took that to heart. That made sense to me. Amen. That we come here, gather together in the presence of God to rejoice in the God of our salvation. To celebrate His goodness. To celebrate His greatness. Amen. What an awesome God we serve. He's worthy of worship. He's worthy of praise. And folks, we have a lot to celebrate. We have a lot to be thankful for. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Our scripture text is found in Colossians chapter 2. Colossians chapter 2, and this is going to prove to be an excellent segue into our message today. Colossians chapter 2 and verse 15 says this, And having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. Amen. We'll speak for the remainder of our time together on this topic. The battle is over. I have won. The battle is over. Jesus has won. Lord Jesus, we worship and we praise You. We continue to give glory and honor unto You. I thank You, Lord Jesus, to anoint me with wisdom, with knowledge, with understanding. Let Your Word go forth powerfully and mightily. Prepare our hearts and our minds to receive it, to do it, to take action upon it. Let Your name be glorified in the midst of us, in the midst of this service, and these things we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. You can be seated. I've been kind of on and off doing some, uh, some light research on, on human psychology. 
And uh, I say light because you can go off into some deep, weird areas there. Uh, but but there, is, there, there is a few things there, I think, that are profitable. Uh, in any case, uh, it led me to a, uh, a character in, in a, in a uh, series thing. And uh, so I watched a clip of this that, that, that they were showing. And it was, it was, for me, a very spiritual experience. And I'll, uh, I'll explain why. It's a medieval setting. Uh, there's this, this uh, woman and her son kind of huddled together uh, in this keep, this medieval keep. And uh, the enemy is at the gate, and they're surrounded, and she has this vial of poison that she's going to give her son, which is with her, uh, if the enemy comes through, and then she's going to kill herself rather than be captured by the enemy. Well, sure enough, uh, her worst fears are realized. The, the soldiers do break the door down and come through. And just as she's about to give the vial of poison to her son, this man walks in, all covered in the, the blood of his enemies, and she's like, Father! She drops the vial of poison, and, uh, sorry, the spiritual application, not the, not the scene itself. Uh, but he, he storms through, he walks confidently toward his daughter, and she, he says, the battle is over. We have won. And, uh, I mean, it was a, it was a great, powerful scene. And all I could think of, all I could think of when I saw that scene was, I have been where that lady was. I have been there. I have been, I felt like I was surrounded and, and everything was outside of my control and there was nothing I could do. And, and it, w- it was close. But then, just at the right moment, he comes through the gate and he declares victory for me. He declares the victory. Folks, He has won. I know we talk about spiritual warfare, and that's a thing, right? We're at war. We are at war, folks. There is a war going on, and we are a part of that war. I wonder, I wonder sometimes if, in our own case, if I'm fighting unnecessarily, And the reason I say that is because the battle is already won for me. Jesus already won the battle. I've already been delivered. I've already I already have my provision. I already have salvation. God has provided everything I need. I have been delivered. Sin no longer I'm no longer in bondage to it. I have freedom over it. I have victory over those things. And when they come back. It's tempting for me to feel like, oh, I'm back in the battle, I'm back in the struggle. But am I? Or is that the lie of the enemy? I think I'm being lied to at that point. Now, people out there, people who don't know the Lord, yeah, they're in a battle. They're in battle. They're surrounded by the enemy. They have no recourse. Jesus already purchased my victory. I'm fighting unnecessarily sometimes. God has won. And if we can begin to understand this, if we can begin to start looking at this in in a different light, a new way, Exodus 15 and 1 says, Then sang Moses and the children of Israel this song unto the Lord, and spake, saying, I will sing unto the Lord, for He hath triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider hath He thrown into the sea. 
Moses isn't talking about their victory. He's talking about God's victory. God won the victory. All Moses did was... That's all Moses did. That's the only part he had in the whole thing. The children of Israel, they had nothing. They had no part at all. In fact, they, they were terrified. They were like that woman in the castle, surrounded by the enemy, thinking this was it. Why did we try this? Why did we do this? But God gave them the victory. Exodus 15:6 says, Thy right hand, O Lord, has become glorious in power. Thy right hand, O Lord, has dashed in pieces the enemy. God won the victory for them. Is God powerful enough to win your victory? Does God have enough authority to win your victory? Does He have enough knowledge and understanding to win your victory? Are His resources sufficient to provide for you? Numbers 13 and 30 says, Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. Why would Caleb say that? Because God was with them. The other ten spies, they had forgotten God altogether. They were doing this in their own strength and in their own power, their own resources. And yeah, in that case, they were right. They couldn't do it. They're giants in the land. They're walled cities fenced up to the sky. There's no way they could do anything with these guys. But God was with them. God had promised them that He would provide victory to them. And because of that, they were well able to overcome it. Deuteronomy 21-4 through 4 says, When thou goest out to battle against thine enemies, and seest horses and chariots, and a people more than thou, you're surrounded. There's no way we can do anything with these things. Be not afraid of them, for the Lord thy God is with thee, which brought thee up out of the land of Egypt. And it shall be when ye are come nigh unto the battle that the priests shall approach and speak unto the people and shall say unto them, Hear, O Israel, ye approach this day unto battle against your enemies. Let not your hearts faint. Fear not, and do not tremble, neither be ye terrified because of them. For the Lord your God is he that goeth with you to fight for you against your enemies to save you. God fights for you. He always has. He is and he always will. As long as you stay submitted to Him, as long as you continue to walk with God, He will fight your battles for you. Bishop said it so eloquently a couple Sundays ago. Are you persuaded? Yes, Bishop, I am persuaded. I am persuaded that God fights for me. That I don't have to fight these battles myself. I am persuaded that He is on my side. Amen. Joshua 10 and 8 says, The Lord said unto Joshua, Fear them not, for I have delivered them into thine hand. There shall not a man of them stand before thee. Again, God fights for us. Why are we afraid? Why are we nervous? Why are we concerned or anxious? I don't understand. I don't understand why. If I understand this, I don't understand that. Lacking this, yeah, I know why people are anxious. I know why people are fearful. Because they don't have God. But if you have God, folks, there is absolutely nothing to worry about. 1 Samuel 17, 45-47 says, Then said David to the Philistine, Thou comest to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield, in your own strength, in your own power. 
But I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom thou hast defied. This day will the Lord deliver thee into mine hand, and I will smite thee and take thine head from thee. And I will give the carcasses of the host of the Philistines this day unto the fowls of the air and to the wild beasts of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. And all this assembly shall know that the Lord saveth not with sword and spear, for the battle is the Lord's, and He will give you into our hands. Amen. David walked out confident, not because he was a warrior, he was everything but. There was no warrior in any cell of his body, but God was with him. God gave him victory over a well-seasoned, well-conditioned warrior. Easily. It was a lopsided, silly battle. It was, it was ridiculous. Psalm 44, 3-7 says, For they got not the land in possession by their own sword, neither did their own arm save them. But thy right hand and thine arm and the light of thy countenance, because thou hadst a favor unto them. Thou art my king, O God. Command deliverances for Jacob. Through thee we will push down our enemies. Through thy name we will tread them under that rise up against us. For I will not trust in my bow, neither shall my sword save me. But thou hast saved us from our enemies, and hast put them to shame that hated us. Amen. Psalm 60 and 12 says, Through God we shall do valiantly, for he it is that shall tread down our enemies. Do you have an enemy, folks? Yes. Yes, we have an enemy. And the enemy would like us to think that he has power over us. The enemy would like us to think that these things he's coming at us with are real. All he has are lies and half-truths. Deception, that's all he has. He has been defeated. Jesus defeated him. When Jesus stood on the cross, hung on the cross, and he declared, it is finished. What was finished, folks? Everything, the entire Old Testament, types and shadows were completed. All the prophecies concerning Messiah were finished, completed. He was ushering in the new covenant. It was finished. We have victory, folks. We have victory over our enemies through Jesus Christ. All we have to do is start walking forward in that truth. Receive it. Take it in. It's true. God wants us to trust in Him. What did He tell the kings of Israel that trusted not in the Lord? When they sought mercenaries, when they sought, they emptied the treasuries and gave them to the king of Syria and the, the king of this, king of that. Come fight for me. We have a league. What would He tell them? He would rebuke them every single time because they trusted not in the Lord their God. They trusted in, in the strength of their own arm. They trusted in someone else to deliver them. Don't trust in anyone else, folks. Trust in the Lord your God. Trust in Him. He will not fail you. He will never leave you or forsake you. His promises are yea and amen. They will. They must come to pass. If He's given you a promise, it has to happen. Because God is not a man that He should repent. He doesn't lie. Amen. Psalm 98 and 1 says, Oh, sing unto the Lord a new song, for He hath done marvelous things. His right hand and His holy arm hath gotten Him the victory. That's all God knows, folks, is victory. He has never known failure. He has never known defeat. He hasn't even known a setback. I know from our perspective, it seems like things are setbacks sometimes. 
things take a different turn, but God's not surprised by that. He saw it coming from the very beginning, and He has a plan for it. Amen. You can't surprise Him. You can't sneak up on Him. He's got a six covered, his nine, his twelve, his three, everything. It's all covered. He sees all, all of it. You're not going to sneak up on God. Psalm 108, 13 says, I already said that one. I have it twice. Second Kings 6, 14 through 17 says, Therefore sent he hither horses and chariots and a great host. This is Elisha and uh, Gehazi. Thank you. Gesundheit. <laughs> Therefore sent he hither horses and chariots and a great host, because the, the king of Syria was sending people against him. Because Elisha was telling the king of Israel everything the king of Syria was saying in his bedchambers. Because God spoke with him. So he was like, how is this happening? Go get this guy. He sent out a great host. They came by night and compassed the city about. And when the servant of the man of God was risen early and gone forth, behold, an host compassed the city both with horses and chariots. They were surrounded. And his servant said unto him, Alas, my master, how shall we do? And he answered, Fear not, for they that be with us are more than they that be with them. Do you believe that? Do you believe that in the midst of your desperate circumstance and situation? We need to. We need to let God open our eyes of faith and see that we're not surrounded. The enemy is surrounded. We're not the ones surrounded, folks. The enemy is. Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray thee, open his eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw, and behold, the mountain. The entire mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire round about Elisha. Not around Gehazi. Around Elisha. Amen. Because Elisha is the one that had faith. Elisha is the one that communed with God. Elisha is the one that believed God for a victory here. Amen. Second Chronicles 20 and 15 says, He said, Hearken ye all Judah and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem, and thou king Jehoshaphat. Thus saith the Lord unto you, Be not afraid nor dismayed by reason of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but God's. I have come to accept that. I have come to accept the, the, the reality, the power of that statement. It's not mine. It's already been fought, folks. It's already been won. Amen. Why am I fighting it? I'm going to fight their battles. I'm going to intercede for people. I'm going to pray for situations. I'm not going to stop doing that. But I think in my case, Bishop, I'm going to stop worrying about this stuff. Right? Is that okay? God's got me. God's got this. Praise God. I don't know what I thought I was contributing in the first place. Probably making a mess of things. God's got to do more now. Second Chronicles. Keep repeating myself. Isaiah 41 and 13. For I, the Lord thy God, will hold thy right hand, saying unto thee, Fear not, I will help thee. Isaiah 54 and 17 says, No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Folks, we have, a, we have a commission here. God is telling us, this is your heritage. This is what you are supposed to be doing. I am expecting you to do this. Amen. 
No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. God fights for us. Can any weapon affect God? No, of course not. We understand that. God fights for us, church. He fights our battles. John 19.30 says, When Jesus therefore had received the vinegar, He said, It is finished. And He bowed His head and gave up the ghost. It's finished, folks. The battle is won. He won. He won. Our Scripture text said He made an open show of them. I almost think He, like dancing on someone's grave, He mocked them. He, he ridiculed them. He, I won! Ha ha ha! He made them look foolish. And rightly so. Jesus won the victory. He won the victory. Romans 8.28 We know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to His purpose. We love that verse. We don't always believe it. We don't always walk it. We love to say it. We love to quote it. And fair enough. I do too. But the power comes in the doing, folks. What did Jesus say when washing the feet? Blessed be not that rather hear, but do. I can't remember. Anyway, the power is in the doing, not in the hearing. Amen. Romans 8.31 says, What shall we say then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Who can fight against us, folks? Who has a chance of getting victory over us when God fights for us? No one. No thing. Romans 8.37 says, Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through Him that loved us. 1 Corinthians 15.57 says, But thanks be to God which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. 2 Corinthians 2.14 says, Now thanks be unto God which always causes us to triumph in Christ and maketh manifest the savor of His knowledge by us in every place. I guess what I'm trying to say here, folks, is that God has given us the victory. That God has already won the battle. What I'm trying to say here is that the battle's not ours. It's already been fought. It's already been won. You're fighting against sin? Why? The victory's already been given. You're fighting against temptation? There's no need. We have victory over temptation. Jesus won. Jesus won the battle. And He's giving you the victory. Amen. Praise God. It's yours to receive. It's ours, folks. We didn't win it. God won it. But it's ours to receive. Amen. Praise God. In conclusion, I want some time for other stuff. Revelation 21, 1-7 says this, I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and He will dwell with them, and they shall be His people, and God Himself shall be with them and be their God. 
God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are all passed away. And he, hath set, and he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said unto me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. And he said unto me, It is done. It is done. It's over. The culmination of all of man's history is complete. We're entering into eternity now, folks. It's all done. The fighting is over. Jesus won. Jesus won. He gave us the victory. We're there because we have the victory. Amen. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give unto him that is a thirst of the fountain of the water of life freely. He that overcometh shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. Amen. Be encouraged today, church. Whatever situation you're in, maybe you didn't need to hear this today. Maybe you're already on the mountaintop and, and doing great. Everything's wonderful. Man, praise God. I love hearing that. But maybe for some of you it's not going exactly as planned. Be encouraged. God's, God is declaring to us all in this service today. He has the victory for you. All you've got to do is reach out and get it. Take it. Receive it. Claim it. It's yours to have. He won it for you. He doesn't need the victory. He already has the victory. He's never been defeated. He's never been in bondage. He's never sinned. We need the victory. And so He fights for us. Amen. Let's all stand. Today for altar call... If you do have a need, if you do need the Lord to, uh, to do something for you, certainly. Pray for that. Come down. Believe that God is going to give you victory in that situation. Believe it. He's promised it. Otherwise, folks, let's come and let's rejoice. Let's celebrate the victory that Jesus Christ has given unto us. Let's celebrate the God of our salvation for a little bit today. Amen. Can we do that? Amen. Let's come to the front. Let's gather together up here as the people of God. Again, if you need prayer for something, amen. We're going to pray. God will give you victory. God will save. God will heal. God will deliver. God will provide. God will restore. The needs that we have are met in Jesus Christ. Amen. Be encouraged. Be encouraged today. God fights for you. He fights for you. And our worst case scenario, folks, our worst case scenario is that He calls us home. Is that the worst case? I got to say, I got to agree with Sister Parker. That's the best case to me. Worst case is that he heals me and keeps me down here. But even there, even there, I mean, I got purpose here. God's going God's gonna to continue to fight for me. He's going to do great things. Praise God. I'm going to see God move mightily. But at some, at some point, I get to go home. Praise God. Praise God.
I'm looking forward to that. Folks, this is a win-win situation for every child of God. We can't fail. We can't lose. Amen. Praise God. Let's worship Jesus. Can we? Hallelujah, Jesus. We are so thankful for You. We are so thankful, Lord, on the cross of Calvary that You purchased victory once and for all. You've given us complete deliverance. You've given us complete salvation. We don't have to fight these battles. We can't fight these battles. There is no way that I can fight against sin and win. There is no way that I can fight against this enemy and win on my own. But Lord Jesus, because You fight for me, because You have given me Your covenant promise that I have victory in You. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. I can't lose. I can't fail. There's nothing that I can do. There's nothing that can happen against me that will cause me to fail. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. It will fail. Every weapon that comes against me will not prosper. Hallelujah, Jesus. Every time the enemy peeks its ugly head up against me, you pop it right back down. Thank you, Jesus. Every time He speaks a word into my mouth, into my ear, Lord Jesus, You're there to rebuke it. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah, Jesus. We don't listen to the enemy. We don't listen to his lies, his half-truths, his deceits. That's all he has. That's all he has. He's a broken and a defeated foe. The enemy is defeated. The enemy is defeated. He always has been. Hallelujah, Jesus. You purchased victory for us on the cross of Calvary. You've given us victory every day of our lives. Lord Jesus, we are to live and to walk in victory. From victory to victory. Even as by the Spirit of the Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. We're preaching victory today. We're celebrating the Lord our God because He is victorious. Because He hath cast the horse and rider into the sea. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. We worship You. We worship You. We worship You. Because it is You that fights for us. Because it is You that has given us the victory. Hallelujah. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. This is how I fight my battles. 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 
It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. This is how I fight my battles. 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 It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. 